have it the pinnacle the uh, of the today's pop rock band no the, no not even mike this is <laughs> the biggest rock the band in the world right largest now. rock band in the world they're apparently <laughs> genre defining and generation defining i guess yes that was a little bit of imagine dragons which we are discussing on today's episode of the song topsy report where we dissect bad bizarre or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died i am your host nick brigadier i'm mike russell and i'm a guy who has a lot of well thought out no, I can't even. I can't <laughs> couldn't even, even finish it. the well thought. Can't even. Out. Can't even finish it. I, I'm Steve Trollinger, and I'm wondering why I'm here. Uh, because Steve, you have a huge heart on for Imagine Dragons, and I'm ready to okay. dig into why. I like. I and like. I'm, I'm, I'm ready like to make it flaccid. <laughs> I like that. Me saying I like two Imagine Dragons. Three songs. of them, Steve. You said there was three of them. I'm okay with radioactive. <laughs> That's just because it was forced on me by society. But I like two Imagine Dragon songs, and all of a sudden you've ratcheted up throughout the course of the day from Steve likes two Imagine Dragon songs to Steve loves Imagine Dragons to Steve's got a hard on for Imagine whoa, whoa, Dragons. Whoa, 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 guys, let's let's slow down a little bit because there's some very passionate emotions already coming from this table. Um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Now, typically on this podcast, we're discussing a, a specific song, uh, but what prompted us to discuss Imagine Dragons today was, um, it, it was one article specifically that came out recently, I believe in Spin, but there had been, there, there's been this growing, this growing storm, thunder, you could, you could say, um, <laughs> about this band. They're slowly inching Nickelback out oh. away. They're... Tr- they, Basically, Imagine Dragons is becoming the new Nickelback, and we're here to discuss, nay, debate whether or not this what is the warranted. hell that means. Yeah. It's uh, it's true, Nick. I mean, the, the memes I've been seeing. I mean, like you said, oh well, memes the distillation of truth. Memes is where you can tell where the next big topic's gonna be. I'll tell you what, the Pikachu meme came out, Detective Pikachu the movie comes out, or maybe that's just good ad marketing. I don't know, but <laughs> they may have coordinated that. <laughs> Bird Box? That also might have been an ad campaign. Yeah. Are you sure you're not just confusing marketing? Oh, my God. Is Imagine Dragons doing a big marketing campaign by calling themselves the <laughs> shittiest band of all time so people listen? Oh, my God. Have I been duped? Is this, is this Well, episode's on? over, Nick. We figured it out. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us. But, yeah, yes. Now, to the listeners... <laughs> You've heard Imagine Dragons. You 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 they, liars. They are they're they're just one of like 10 bands or artists you can't avoid. They are if you have been in a Kohl's shopping, if you've been in a dentist waiting room, you have heard Imagine Dragons. Now, you're watching movie trailers. Yes, oh my god, every them. single movie trailer. And there's a video game. What video if game? If you if you in? watch uh, any of the WWE product, any Bef- any uh, video package they put together before their pay-per-view, any any of those. Well, their music, anything that isn't POD. Their music works so well because it's it's uh, it's it's dynamics. That's that's the weapon they use to bludgeon you with. Because they always have like a chorus where there's maybe even like an acoustic guitar. It's usually a very 
like uh, like you know, little low key. There's a mm-hmm. little, there's a little swing to it. You can nod. There's your head no to it. guitar and in Imagine Dragons. And then they just pound you in the chorus with like eight thousand vocal layers, like layered on top of each other. It sounds larger than life. It sounds like. That was made to be put in the background of a trailer targeted at millennials. <laughs> You know, they keep things just vague enough where it could really fit in almost anywhere. Yes. Man, first millennials ruin napkins, then they ruin hotels, now they're ruining rock and roll. What else will we ruin? We are the destroyers of worlds. Good. <laughs> the world we inherited was was faulty and shit, so <laughs> let's destroy it. But uh, you can't avoid Imagine Dragons, but I, I, I honestly- Especially since they're imaginary. I know. <laughs> When you close your eyes, they're there. But I tried to honestly like research and try to figure out what people specifically <clears throat> don't like about this band. And, I, and found, I, I have I have a theory, and I think well, I found a few quotes of people describing why they don't like Imagine Dragons. And an example is someone says, "It's not that Imagine Dragons make bad music per se. It's, it's just that their songs are so riddled with lazy quote woos, <laughs> choruses, and lyrical cliches. I'm not sure why they bother to make them at all." Their lyrics consist of, quote, a composite of motivational platitudes and pseudo-dramatic yelps. And then someone said, they sound gargantuan and barely human. They are Transformers, the movie, the band. <laughs> I like Ooh. that one. Ooh, that's But their that's cor- Their choruses do always sound, I don't know what the vocal effect is, but they just sound like they're almost like the audio's clipping because they're so loud. It's like... Every song, and I don't necessarily dislike this, but every mm. song sounds like it's being bellowed from the top of a cliff almost. But Mike, considering you're the one who brought this to our attention, yeah. what is your opinion on all this hatred? Well, you know the thing is, man. So, like one of their bigger songs, "Thunder," you know, yes. it does it does rock your soul a little bit. You know what I mean? It gets you pumped up. But then when you sit there and you really listen, I mean, they're just manipulating your brain to hear thunder so many times that when you hear it you're supposed to feel something and i mean but at the end of the day what am i really getting it's it's just like it's like its own rainstorm man it comes and goes and i'm left <laughs> i'm left deep. feeling wet but uh, confused you know imagine dragons <laughs> makes mike russell wet and then confused <laughs> you, but i know you I, said it you set I, yourself up for it so you're saying they, they they fill you up with all the these these emotions, but then when it's when when the song's done, you're not left with anything lasting. You're like, what what was that? What was the thunder? What was what was rock? Let's I mean, play some of that a little bit. Let's yeah, just, yeah. Mike asked, what, what's the thunder? Here's a little bit of the thunder. And then it just really drives it in. So, Nick. Also, this song has over a billion views on YouTube, the music video. A billion. Billion. Time and time again, Nick, I just learned that if you find one little thing that's catchy... And you just ram rot yes. it into your music, it's gonna get millions, if not billions, of views. Gucci gang, hear the Gucci, Gucci gang. gang, hear the Gucci <laughs> gang. 
You're the Gucci, Gucci gang? Okay, so Magic Dragon says the same word over and over again, and they get shit for it. Rihanna says work fucking 500 times. You are times. so goddamn hung up on Rihanna. <laughs> I hate that song so much. Well, I don't, well, I don't well, have a problem well, with well. her. I don't have a problem with her. Just that one song. Just like, you just say work. Just She just keeps saying work over and over and over again, and everyone's like, it's great. It's the greatest song. I love it. Let's play it 500 times Verbatim. Well, that's at, everyone. At least, but you know what? Everyone can relate to the fact that they work a lot, but thunderstorms only come every so often, you know? Well, I, I know like thunderstorms, though. I don't know about you, but I can relate to thunder. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm loud, and I'm always a little bit further away than you think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Mike, you 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 br- you bring up thunder, so, um, but yeah, no, go ahead, no, go ahead. I, well, I was just gonna say, um, radioactive. I feel like was the was the first song that kind of hit, and then was that every single artist covered the song Radioactive. And I gotta say, when that song came out, I don't want to say like it was original or innovative, but they they did, they had a little bit of a niche for their sound. It's just, and I, I know Steve- Wait, was, wait, 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 wait. You think they have a, a niche? A, a niche for their sound? Well, here's the thing. Steve's gonna, Steve's about to rail on this for a, for- Ten continuous minutes. So I want to get I want to get my 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 speech oh, okay, before that. Okay. But um, their niche they, they combine elements of a lot of different music. They always I, I saw in interviews they always describe themselves as genreless, which maybe is a little bit of a cop out. I don't know. But they do combine quite a bit of different elements. They combine acoustic. They combine rock. They combine EDM and pop and electronic. Um, but the reason why I think so many people say this is the worst band is because if you view them. As a rock band, which they, which at least the Grammys do, they're always nominated like in best rock category. Um, and also, I just feel like there's this perception where if it's like a traditional band with like a guitarist and a bassist and a vocalist, it, they're considered oh, that's a rock band setup. Right. I mean, and I, if you look at them as a rock band, look at look at the game rock band. Whatever. Whatever instruments you can buy as accessories, those are they. Those yes, are that the is ones. the Merriam-Webster definition of what a rock band is now. But if you view them as that, then I could see people saying, this is not a rock band in the traditional sense of what a great rock band is. Well, I think people also find that they follow trends instead of making trends, you know? Ooh, them so fighting just, words, Mike. Just follow on the coattails of what's hot and happening and they're don't actually natural. make their own name. And Ooh. then therefore they kind of get this. They are just blending in as this. But I mean, but people are listening to them. So lots of people <laughs> are listening to them. Okay, they don't have a choice. <laughs> okay, everyone, shut up. It's time for me to rant. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that Steve's rant. Da, 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 oh wait, da, you need da, some circus music? Da, Hang da, on. Da. It's time for ranting with Steve. Oh, and by the way, listeners, this song is a. <laughs> original like 2008 Imagine Dragons song. This is what they started out as. This, and I, I'm going to say it for the third time today, that to me is, I don't know if I said this in the episode yet, it is like the the uh, end of act one of a high school musical, you know? <laughs> Imagine the high school musical. The, no. Their own personal one. But yeah, these are all the kids coming out and doing the razzmatazz jazz hands. You know, everyone's got their solos. You know, you got the female lead, the male lead, the 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 love triangle dude. He's in the back. He's saying it too about pistol whipping. And <laughs> Jesus, it's a very dark high school musical. <laughs> I know. It's they're big on juxtaposition. It's great. <laughs> it's like... So anyway, Steve's rant. 
Hear ye, hear ye. Okay. Steve, put the giant <laughs> bell down. Uh, so basically, all right. So, so Mike asked basically the question is why does everyone hate Imagine Dragons? And my pervading theory is that it's not that they hate Imagine Dragons itself, the band. The band is not. The band's like a. It's like a lightning rod. It's thunder. a yes, Feel thank you. <laughs> it's a it's a focal point. It's not for the band itself. It's what the band represents. So people are mad because they're just sort of like on top and representing this at the same they're time. They're on top of the world. Hey, they're on top of the world. Hey, hey. yeah. See, uh, it, it's kind of like it's an uncon. It's like a subconscious unease. That people, and I wrote this down so I didn't sound stupid, are starting to feel <laughs> about rock music in general, the genre. The, I asked a friend the other day, because I had this moment where I thought to myself, wait, what is a rock band anymore? What Can I um, can I think of like the last band uh, that came out in the last 10 years that I could consider a true rock band? And I asked a friend of mine who's in a rock band to do the same, and neither of us could come up with an answer. Like pure rock, for all intents and purposes, is dead currently. Um, and I know I couldn't think of what that it would entail. And the reason for that is because the genre itself has become so diluted by other genres, electronic, hip hop, et cetera, that there's no such thing as pure rock music anymore. And you listen to Imagine Dragons and you call it rock because you don't have really anything else to call it because you don't know what it is yet. And that pisses people yeah, off. And then they get angry. I have yeah. to call this a rock band. Yeah, on an, ah. exactly. On an unconscious level. So it's a, they're more of a public symptom of a deeper disease. It's, all hybrids, all rock anymore is hybrid, all hybrid stuff that can appeal to the widest common denominator. And recently in the last year, hip hop, for the first time in the history of music in the last hundred years, has overtaken rock as the preeminent musical genre of America. Which is kind of crazy. Which is crazy because it. the same thing is happening in hip hop and rap, which is like, the widest common denominator. The the second that low energy mumble rap crap became widely digestible and commercially viable, everyone started to fucking sound like that. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with rock music. And but, that's why, like, the same reason why like, I like to rail against Drake for that is the same reason why other people are mad at Imagine Dragons because they're like, I know what you're trying to be and I know what you're supposed to be, but you're not that. And it's making me furious. You're betraying the genre. You know, you're, you're no ACDC, you know, poison, you know. You it's know, not that they're betraying the genre. It's that people are realizing the genre doesn't exist anymore. And it's like realizing, it's like realizing that, I don't know, ca candy doesn't exist anymore. Like something you've taken for granted forever. And now like it, candy is actually mixed with like beef for some reason. So like there's beef flavored candy. You're like, that sounds oh, delicious. But also work. Steve, uh, to your point, like. To, and to actually give like rap and hip hop a little bit more credit, um, I feel like I, we obviously have railed against a bunch of uh, quite a bit of rap and hip hop <laughs> on this podcast. But that being said, a lot of a lot of times, like music that's actually tr trying to say something about society and culture, and at least in the United States where we are today, a lot of that is coming out of hip hop and rap. Rock music doesn't really have anything to say right now. Like you look at like Kendrick Lamar, or you look at like just any musician who's like a little bit more socially aware about what is happening and is in some way, shape, or form trying to say something about that. I feel like rock music for a while was like the act of rebellion against like 
seventies or like metal in the like eighties Reagan era. Like like there's always like music that's at the forefront and trying to be the counterpoint to say something important. Sort of and like I, how Twisted Sister will never play the song We're, we're Not, not gonna, gonna Take, take it, it anymore because they're millionaires and they're like, We can't play We're Not Gonna Take It. We did take it. We're millionaires now. We won't play that song anymore. Because so, they have integrity. Yeah. Oh my! You know what this world needs, then, right? D. Snyder. Thunder. Wait, <laughs> President Thunder. D. Snyder. We Thunder. need a rock band that's made up of like all the different races in this country. You know what I'm saying? Rising up and just trying to go against like. Oh God. <laughs> what? Is- What's up, everybody? We're affirmative action, and we're here to rock your socks off. Just going to let that pause seep into the episode. I can't wait to start this new rock band, Nick. <laughs> so you're starting with, the, with, with you're starting with the with the with the setup that they have to be every race. It's not whatever creative individuals happen to gel together. It's like, no, we need a black person, we need an Asian person. Well then do you, do you get a Southeast Asian and then like like a Chinese person, like that. Like how how do you determine which races? Nick, see, oh, this ain't going well. This is gonna be the an orchestrative band, okay? It's gonna be an we orchestra. Got, we got a lot of different races in this country, so we got a lot of. But wait, open seats an orchestra for this band. isn't a rock band. But it wait, will Mike, be a Mike, rock orchestra. Mike, I got, I got all. <laughs> Can you do that? I think so. Mike, I got all caught up in the setup that I didn't even stop to take a second and uh, take a step back and ask, why did you bring race up? What does that have to do with making things work? Because right now, Nick... Are you saying rock is too white? Rock's pretty white. Which I don't disagree with. <laughs> rock is Rock's a little white right now, man. And that's why... Right well, now. Uh, <laughs> white now. <laughs> Rock's always been a little white, I guess. It has been. So, so like, well, what the what the fuck are you rebelling against as a white person right now? Hey, come on, we got Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> Grandpa, get out of here. Hold my hand. Oh wait, going back to the Eddie Vedder thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to imagine, like, when you're singing rock, you're pissed. You're trying right? to imagine dragons. And there's a, there's a... Yes. <laughs> when you're singing rock, you're trying to imagine dragons. It's... They're scary. I don't know. I don't know, guys. You know, one day I'll have a rock orchestra and then it will all make sense. Affirmative action. Ladies and gentlemen, we now present an orchestral rock performance by affirmative action. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you're going to need his help. Yes. Uh, okay, why don't we just rewind a little bit? And- no, no, that's not how this works. It's way too late for that, Mike. Um so, I'm trying to do good things, Nick. But uh, that being said, Imagine Dragons, still by any measure, are a very popular band. Like they're like they are the only quote unquote rock band I could kind of imagine that's new that could like perform like at a Super Bowl halftime show. Like they're just But all... that's all their music is is for Super Bowl halftime shows. Yeah, but as long as they can keep or selling high school musicals ex- ex- with Pistol Whip. That's... Yes, yes, or <laughs> Like give, give them credit to go from to go from that to this. Okay, I think that's fresh in my head. Like. Every band had to start somewhere. Oh, 
Okay. Okay. You should. You know, Mike. The the more you talk, the more you make Imagine Dragons sound more impressive when you see how far they've come. I think that's another sign of a great band when you consider what their starting point is to where they got to now. Oh, but why did they get big? <laughs> I guess because they appeal. They, their music. They've got country overtone or they got well, country undertones they got well depending on the song they got yeah. country undertones they they've got electronic undertones everything's got, got that like edm stomp to yeah. it you can very easily you know what's funny it seems like they tried to appease to everyone right and yet are now it's it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, the rule of life guys you, you can't try to appease everyone or else everyone's going to start shitting on you which is what's happening to them I mean, they got a mil- they got a billion views, so I guess it's working out pretty good for them. Well, I mean, and even you know, to to mention the throne, the 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 throne of the band they're taking over from Nickelback. Uh, Nickelback has some of the best song albums of all time, and they got to date Avril Lavigne. The whole band, yeah, yes, that's, that's right. how that works. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, no, the band functioned as, as a unit. Whatever they did, they did together. Damn they it, put Mike. a down payment Why'd on the house together. Why you have to go and make things they so would... complicated? <laughs> I'm just imagining this polymorous, poly, polyamorous. Yes. Thank you. Uh, polyamorous relationship between Avril Lavigne and the entire po- band. Of polymorphic. This polymorphic relationship where everyone's turning I, into animals. I want to learn more about this anamorphic <laughs> relationship where they turn into animals after Visor Three gives them the gift. Yo, you remember when Animorphs came out on Snick, Man, that was some crazy shit. That was <laughs> a little throwback for you. I do. <laughs> We do. That's why we made the reference. <laughs> oh. well, I didn't know Nick. Uh, Nick didn't watch a lot of Nick. I read my K.A. Applegate books. I didn't, I didn't watch okay. I, I I had a few copies of the uh, first few episodes oh, on so VHS. Yeah. Oh, good, good. But, but in your opinion, uh, Pistol Whip and their early work aside, you don't think Imagine Dragons is a bad band? I, or do you? Uh, no, I... Listen, I'll admire. I love that people are shitting all over them. I think it's great they're getting called out for selling out. You know what I mean? Like, and people are sick of hearing their music because they'll sell it to anybody. They'll sell it to video games. They'll sell it to trailers. They'll sell it to car commercials. They don't care. They'll, they'll it's sell not it. selling out if you just do it. If you're selling, if you just start doing it immediately, it's not selling out. It's just the way they've always operated. Listen. Although, could you imagine? Like, I, I remember, uh, I think it was the trailer for Murder on the Orient Express. Like, Kenneth Branagh's character system, like, I, and I'm the greatest detective in the world. And then Believer just drops. Can you imagine if he says, and I was the greatest, and I'm the greatest detective in the world? And then this dropped. All aboard for the Murder on the Orient Express. This. And, yeah, that's, and that's when he starts sitting, when he can finally see the clues. He can see clearly. Uh, the fog is gone. And, and he can finally solve this murder on the Orient Express. Murder on the Orient Express, an Agatha Christie-based musical with the music of Imagine Dragons, coming soon to a theater near you. Why are you going to give away all of our best ideas like that? <sighs> listen, listen, if someone actually makes that, I, I'm, I'm fine. I just want that in the world. Okay, so you're happy they're, called, they're being called out for, as you're, in your opinion, selling out. But the music itself, oh, I mean, it's very. It, it gets you pumped. It gets you amped. There's no doubt about it. It hits like I think Steve mentioned, like a lowest common denominator part of your brain. Like it's it's like it. it the music will affect you. It's, it almost it's manufactured. Has, it to almost do has it. to have a visual element. It almost has to be attached to some something in motion. Yes. Because um, like whenever I think of their song uh, "Monster," it immediately brings to mind. Because I mentioned earlier, like they like WWE uses their songs for a lot of 
you know, like promo videos and things like that. And I remember one WrestleMania a lot of uh, many years ago, um, there was a, a big storyline, Daniel Bryan, favorite wrestler of mine. And he was, uh, like they put together a video package of like him just doing a bunch of like hard nose shit, like getting beat up and beating people up and doing a lot of like diving and all that. And they put monster attached to it. Like, and every time I'm a monster, a mon-, like he would like, they would time it to him doing like his signature taunt. And I remember watching that and I could still picture the whole thing in my head. And like, I watched that in the lead up to the match and I was like, Oh boy, I can't wait for this to come to life in front of me. <laughs> so it's got, it's, it's, it's a, it's a visual. It's, it, it's, it needs a visual because the song material itself, like the lyrics themselves, don't mean anything. They have that, to be attached to that, something. If they're an empty shell of amped, you know? An empty shell of amped. That's it, I like man. that. You're an getting, empty shell. Yes. <laughs> you get amped for no fucking reason. Like, what? Like, Imagine you love what, that. Yeah. <laughs> the band comes out for their, like, like, arena show. Are you guys ready to get amped for no reason? Yeah! <laughs> There's one guy in the audience. I guess. Yeah. Well, Mike, um, when you brought this up as a potential show subject, I uh, I remembered something. I actually remembered the very first thing we said in the very first episode of the Song Topsy Report, where we said, we described the kind of music that we intend to cover on this mm. podcast, and we say we cover the really bad stuff, not like the surface level radio bullshit. We cover, and... To be honest, when you compare Imagine Dragons to literally any other band that we've covered, I mean, we did a song called Happy Ending that was about a Asian massage parlor blowjob. When you compare anything Imagine Dragons has done to that, or put, Ted put Nugent, on, put on pistol or... Whip, put on Pistol Whip again. Okay. Mike, you bring up a compelling point. What the fuck is that, Nick? Listen, Nick, not every song we pick. Songs, they're like, um, oh, they're like, uh, they're like garbage fruit, you know? Sometimes what? you have rotten apples. Okay. Sometimes you have rotten oranges. Okay. Okay. I thought we were going to have another chicken dip situation. <laughs> you guys have had garbage fruit, right? You guys know what garbage fruit is, right? Our podcast is a. Is a a fruity garbage. It is a cornucopia, a cornucopia of basket shitty, of of all of shitty these fruits. Of shitty fruits. Okay, so yes, the Ted Nugents and the and the Hobson are you know the perverted banana fruits. Okay, and then these are just like just rotten like pears. Okay, because they're like a boring fruit <laughs> that's just like a little little mold. I mean, it's hey, not I bo- like pears because you can't tell me. You cannot. Do you have like synesthesia where you, you know, like some people will like smell colors or see or like hear shapes. Do you have that? But like with fruit, like when what? you hear music, you're like, you hear fruit. You're like, like oh, this oh. definitely sounds like an orange. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> this, this sure is a pear band. <laughs> oh, that's, that's plum. If I've ever heard it. Mm, I like these cherries. They sound, <laughs> sound great. I love this cherry concerto. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so these guys... And this, I mean, to me, uh, if you want to... Uh, so it depends on how we're talking about a Magic Dragons, but to me, Pistol Whip is certainly noteworthy. You I'm are sure. obsessed with Pistol Whip based I'm on sure the sheer the, number of times yes. you had us play this. I will continue. I'm sure the band wishes that this song didn't exist. Like, I'm sure I they're very bummed. got my saddle and my heart on my shoulder. I'm sure they're very angry at uh, BT Music, which is the YouTube account that currently has the song posted. <laughs> Actually, hang on, Mike. I haven't... Give me one sec. I haven't actually read like any of the comments on this. I'm just curious what people. Okay, hang on. So what, one of the comments mentioned that in 12 seconds from now there's a scream, and I kind of want to hear. Oh what that yes, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Drunk, dude. Like, hang on, hang on. Let me just go back. Like, I think I think it was around here. And the six steps. Close my eyes. So now the man that's seeing and they're Mormons. Clearly, they can't be drinking. The man that's seeing clearly is now closing his eyes and spinning yes. around in circles. That's not <laughs> a good thing. How, how is he ever going to solve this murder if he's spinning around in circles with his eyes closed? Oh, that's right. There's a murder. I for, I, I've almost forgot the disparate storylines that this song is apparently addressing. Well, what else could it possibly be? Because if it's just a song, pis- it's about a new kind of dessert topping called Pistol Whip that you can put on top of your fruits. You can put it on your ice cream. You your, garbage your, your garbage fruits. Your garbage fruits. <laughs> you know, you know, in the worst corner of the Bronx, I'm sure there's you can put, <laughs> oh, and it comes out in the shape of like nine millimeters, yeah, twenty twos, and, uh, 22s and I, I just imagine the commercial. <laughs> We've got your nine millimeter pistol whip. We've got your Glock pistol whip. Your Colt forty five pistol whip. Get your pistol whip for all your garbage fruit needs. And then Imagine Dragons comes on pistol whip. Hear the pistol whip. Buy the pistol whip. <laughs> Pistol to the whip. whip. <laughs> what is going on here? I feel like I just woke up after taking crazy pills. <laughs> Steven's been blacked out this whole episode. He comes to right with Mike and Steve snapping their fingers at him going, pistol whip. Hear the pistol whip. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a David Lynch movie. <laughs> Only less logical. Yeah. But I don't know, Mike. I just... I'm of the opinion that uh, this 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 band I don't necessarily have a problem with, but even if I did, they're like a normal level of bad. The song tops your report is about digging the through. pistol. I I stand by the pistol whip. Song. Okay, well, you stand you by the one just song. had us do an episode about pistol. I whip. said to just do the pistol whip song. But oh. for, but for this for the author of that spin article that prompted this whole episode, right? Well, he clearly has not heard any of the other bands that we have covered on this podcast. Because for him to say Imagine Dragons is the worst band. I will say, yes, no. And I think that gets thrown out. I think when people call a band the worst band, you can't literally be the worst band or else you wouldn't be at a level at which people would call you. Yeah, nobody's, really, nobody's even heard music by the worst band. It's right. like if you Because always... I haven't released my album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like if you always fly first class and then you have a really subpar first class experience and you're like, man, this really sucks. There can't be anything worse than this. Really? Do you see the other like two thirds of that plane behind you, huh? Nothing worse than this? No, this you you got you got your mimosa came slightly warm, huh? Oh man, I'm so sorry. You should really just you should take a train next time. 
the Orient Express. I I think I think it's a no. More. Don't take a train. You'll be murdered. You made me. You made me a believer. Sorry, you I'm made playing the trailer in my head. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. <sighs> I think people aren't buying into the hype, and that's why they're calling them the worst band. They're like, "We're seeing through this, Imagine Dragons. We know there's no the dragon's substance. not even there. There's literally no substance. You're right. There's no substance. We're not buying in. You're full of shit, and and you're cashing out." And you're cashing in, and you're getting everybody in, but the true rock, wherever it is, people know, and they know what they're really known for, which is posers. They're posers, Nick. This is them. So, so your your initial question as to you ask the question is like, hey, why all this irrational hate for Imagine Dragons? And your ultimate answer is to become irrationally angry at Imagine Dragons. You know, it's the only way to truly understand where the hate comes from. It's to get as equally <laughs> irrationally angry. <laughs> and now I get it, Steve. I get it. As true today as it was when it was written. Well, but I can tell it. You guys both clearly are um, stroking it to Imagine Dragons still. I get it. You, yeah, like, you, no, you take, got us down to a T. You take so many leaps in logic. You don't even wait for the returns to come in. You don't even wait to see the response. You're just like, nope, they didn't immediately agree with me, so they must have total hard-ons for Imagine Dragons. Well, Mike, I, I, I think we have closed the book on Imagine Dragons. Congratulations, Mike, on coming up with the most pointless episode <laughs> of the Song Topsy Report. No, no. It's, I, I'm not going to lie. People needed to hear Pistol Whip at least a little bit. My, I'm satisfied. No, I'm not going to lie. This felt like a breath of fresh air to talk about a band Whose music and name you've actually heard of? It just—it just feels like, 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 like. I mean, we talked about John Cage for an hour, <laughs> not two episodes ago. You put us through that hell, Nick, and I would do it again <laughs> yeah. if, if for the sake of art. For the sake of art, you know art. what? You know what? You've put us through hell, and now you've put us through hell. So you know whose turn it is to put us through hell. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> me. And you know who's really, really good at. Putting people through special brands of hell. Oh, Jesus. Me. So buckle up, buttercups, because next week you're getting it all night long. How how many ballads and elvish from Lord of the Rings can you make us listen to in one episode? Challenge accepted, Nick. Oh, Jesus. You've brought down the thunder. Now get ready for the boom. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to our, this episode. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And you can find me um, on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier and Mr. Mike Russell. You can find me at MrMikeRussell.com. That's Mr. MR on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's Mr. MR.dot. And Steve, where can you we find, find you? me at your man Trollo at Twitter and Instagram. And thank you so much for listening. I'm Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm. And we will see you next week. Take care. You said your thunder? Yeah, I think that's what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs>